Welcome to Real Talk, Real Women, Breaking the Silence Around Abuse. I am Gemma Serenity, your host. And today, if you are not subscribed to this podcast yet, as a supportive member, you can do so by going to gemmasgem.substack.com slash podcast. All right, and today we are welcoming Helen Ferguson. She is... Her purpose, I would say, her purpose is to help women to rise above trauma so that they can liberate themselves from the pain of the past and define the vibrant, self-confident, calm, compassionate, self-accepting woman that they can be, right? She helps women discover their true self that has been hidden by the trauma experienced in the past. So Helen is a trauma psychotherapist specializing in childhood trauma, CPTSD, sexual abuse recovery, and other things that goes around that, right? Today, the topic is defining the woman you want to be and embody her. Let's get started, Ellen. Thank you for being here today. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic to be here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. It's brilliant. Um, <laughs> whenever I get the opportunity to... To talk about this, I'm I'm there. <laughs> oh, wonderful! It's, it's so passion. important. It is. It's a passion. So, my first question: Can you please share with us the kind of abuse you have overcome that made and shaped who you are today? A few elements that allow us, people, to the audience, to to connect with you to relate with you and to feel that you not only understand them, but you have lived that. Oh, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to. <laughs> and I do, I, when I say I'm happy to, that's kind of happy as, I don't know whether happy is the right word but in that context of trauma, but um, I think it's important to, I think it's important to share our, our stories of, of triumph and, and thriving and, um, my particular story started as as a kind of late teens um, when um, I was targeted, and I'll use that that very pointed term, to, by a much older man, to, and was was in, encouraged forward slash groomed to be in a relationship with him, which actually turned into quite a narcissistic and emotionally abusive. Um, relationship one of which you know a very crucial kind of age in my life where you know it's you know 14 15 16 you're you're developing your identity or you're you're trying to kind of stamp your identity um, into your into your world and your inner world and uh, after a signal you know I think it was about three years I try not to remember the years, I just remember the experience. Um, I was able to step away from that relationship, but then found myself in another relationship that was was as difficult. It was it was emotionally and psychologically abusive. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I wasn't aware of the signs because I'd been so vulnerable from the first relationship. And and so, you know, I was kind of taken in by by all the promises and and found myself at kind of 20, 18, 19, 20 um, 
in the same position as the previous relationship and then sadly well when I say sadly that that ended and and you know I kind of thought oh you know thank thank goodness I'm kind of safe now and um wasn't looking for another relationship but then um was was again I believe targeted you know by someone who who saw my vulnerability saw my lack of self-worth and lack of self-esteem and didn't know who I was as a woman I mean who do you really know at 2021 20, what you you are um and and that was the the final of the three <laughs> rather tragic relationships and that one was actually the worst and and was very emotionally and psychologically um, abusive but but also towards the end physically abusive and and in amongst all of those uh, all of those relationships you know that that I eventually kind of walked away from obviously because I'm here now um, I I managed somehow to complete my degree and I was at university and and complete my first degree and 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 I don't think anybody would have known that I was going through those experiences um because I don't think no anybody really particularly noticed I mean you, you often don't notice you especially when it's emotional and psychological if it's more physical you tend to notice the bruises but you don't notice when people are quiet when people you know are not are not necessarily kind of talking like you're considered to be to be just the quiet one in the corner and and I managed to complete my degree and and then um, on the day that I finished the day that I qualified because I originally qualified as a psychiatric nurse I remember distinctly saying to myself enough is enough now I need to be I need to be in this life for me and not anybody else and I won't take this anymore so that's that's what I've. There's been a journey since then, obviously, um, because I I kind of thought by walking away that I was recovered, but but no, um, walking away was just the start. Walking away was just the beginning of of a whole healing process, and I believe healing is a is a journey. It's not a destination. Um, that that meant that you know over a considerable period of time whilst becoming also a therapist I started out as a therapist for children and young people who'd been sexually abused and um, uh, you know I kind of went into you know my own healing of of being able to really identify with the woman that I wanted to be and define who I needed her to be and put in the boundaries and say what I wasn't going to take anymore and 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 actually discover that you know I really do like myself <laughs> isn't that beautiful wow yes it's it's so important thank you for sharing thank you for for really bringing up this differentiation in your mindset between the time you are going through this grooming and this abuse and this weird relationship where you really feel targeted mm-hmm. to pushing through and studying it all to understand what is this actually happening to you yeah because it's very when you're in that when you're that age you know it's a very kind of vulnerable age anyway of 
you know, 16 through to 24, you know, it's, it's a crucial age. And you, you know, at the time, I wouldn't have used the word targeted, but it's a word that I use now. The time, at the time, it was like, oh, somebody wants to be with me. Somebody wants to care for me. Somebody wants to love me. Somebody wants to take me out. Somebody wants to do this. And, and you don't notice necessarily the other things that are creeping in. And you don't you don't have the you don't have the experience, and I certainly didn't have the experience to know that that you know some of the behaviours, some of the statements, some of the things, although they were hurtful and painful, um, some of the things that were done, you know, that that it was that it wasn't part of a, a whole human relationship experience, you know. I mean, I had a very good. I must admit, I had very, very good parenting and, and a very good moral and ethical compass. And um, but as a vulnerable young woman, as a vulnerable teenager and young woman, you know, your idea of love and 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 relationship is is not, you know, formed. You know, it's not something that you have any experience of. So these 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 men, <laughs> you know, that 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 come along and say that they're going to give you the world and then treat you treat you appallingly um well you know i can i can kind of chuckle about it because i think i mean I, I i kind of downplay the the content but you know the impact was was astonishing and it was really interesting because you know a lot of people at that time would describe me as quiet would describe me as you know, kind of abrupt or angry at times, and and that that wasn't me. I was I just didn't know how to say what was happening. You know, definitely, I understand that. Mm. Definitely, and you you're not given the opportunity to to flourish. Exactly. So you said that for you the shift was the day you graduated. Mm. That for you has been the okay no more it was a huge huge moment sorry I talked over the top of you um but (laughs) I do that sometimes when I'm passionate about things um (laughs) sorry uh but it was a huge turning point because I'd finally achieved something that was for me and something that was hugely valuable to me um you know I'd I'd I remember being the, the the teenage girl that was outside of the, those relationships that worked in a in a nursing home, and I used to clean in a nursing home when I was kind of fourteen or something like that. And I remember I, I loved listening to people and I love caring for people. Um, it's a it's a particular kind of soul value of mine that we that that you know we need to listen. And I remember sitting with these with these. Um, ladies and gentlemen that had been you know in in this home for for a while and kind of hearing their stories and giving them space and giving them time so it was it was really important to me that 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 became part of my purpose in life you know that um and so when I when I decided to go to university and and do that first um degree as a psychiatric nurse it was it was about helping people. I really wanted to make a difference. And and so, but I actually wanted to do something that was also for me that was about actually using every part of me to create 
myself and 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 to make you know to make changes in people's lives and so the the day that i qualified the day, that that day and i remember I, I can remember it distinctly um was the day that i i said i have managed to do this in all the adversity that i faced and i have i have taken the abuse i have I have let it imprint itself on me, and I I remember distinctly saying no more, and I and I and I actually went and spoke to my dad, um, bless him, he's he's not with us now, but I remember going and sitting with my dad, and and te- you know not telling him the whole thing because it would have you know I didn't want to hurt him, but you know telling him kind of where I was at and what I needed and 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 he, we had a cigarette together I smoked at the time um and and we just we just kind of talked it through and and I said I'm I'm doing life for me now dad you know and and it was a it was a huge turning point huge turning point to go through to to manage to do things to to become successful in that particular um in that particular kind of course and things like that at that time and and then to say right you know yeah i haven't done this just to just leave it I'm, i've i've done this now now is my time to step into it and and that's what i did i think you really have a beautiful story because you really grow outgrow yourself up to the point to standing in your truth, in your identity, in your power, asserting the woman you have become and giving the ground rules for everybody you first around. That was it. It was it was it was me first and it was it was saying, you know, actually who who am I? You know? Because for so long I, you know, you kind of get defined by the experience and and I'm not saying this happened overnight you know? <laughs> there wasn't a magic wand it's taken me you know it took a, it took a good few years to to kind of really explore her and and to think and to to actually say to myself even when I thought I was it you know when I when I kind of thought right I'm I'm confident now I've got I, I love myself I like myself I like being with myself there were still elements that were still missing so it was being able to identify those two it was be able to to acknowledge that that yeah I was still I was still achieving you know and I just you know it was really important for me and I and I say this to my clients don't confuse achievement and success with healing you know it's not the same thing at all. Not the same thing. At and I, all. You know, I, think, I think first, you know, my first job, I was thinking, right, you know, I've, I've achieved now, I've done this, and I'm, I'm recovered and I'm healed and I'm Helen and I'm, uh, you know, and actually, and actually, uh, yeah, no, I wasn't. <laughs> but it was, you know, I think, you know, being able to, to, to actually step into a role that, is is very important you know it was a very important uh, role that i had working with children and young people who'd been sexually abused and 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 traumatized emotionally and psychologically traumatized by their parents mostly um you know it was it was kind of like oh right you know um i there's still some work i've got to do too 
because they need to be not just Helen the professional and Helen the therapist and Helen the psychotherapist and all the other labels. It was really stripping it back to, well, who am I? Who's Helen? What does she look like? What does she feel like? And, and, and how, does she, how, how is she with herself? And, and I was talking to somebody a little while ago who's known me since I was 14 and she said, you know what, she said the one thing that I would say that kind of describes you in the, in, in the kind of, in a way, because I had to do it because I have a whole, whole website redesign and they wanted words about me and I was like, oh my God, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I had to ask people and because uh, I'm, I'm kind of really, I, I do struggle to describe myself sometimes, but, you know, I think we all do. But she said, you know, you, you, you've always been self-assured, self-contained, you know, really, but not in an unhealthy way, but really someone that, that knows who they, who they are. And, and I think the, the missing piece really was self-compassion. I beat myself up for a long time for, for not noticing, for not walking away, for not being pretty enough for not being you know you know for not being thin enough and all the things that you know were part of part of the statements part of the part of the abuse but not being enough and and you know it was self-compassion that was missing so it's a vital part of my my relationships with my therapeutic relationships with the women who who work with me um that that we create that foundation of self-compassion for them and they create it for themselves Yes, and then they experience it themselves. And when you start to provide self-compassion, self-acceptance to yourself, mm -hmm. suddenly you feel seen, heard, acknowledged, understood, and you're here, oh, God, yeah. and I'm giving that to myself? Actually, it works? It's oh, scary. wow. Yeah, it yeah. is scary. I know that. Yeah. I have, I I have gone work. through all of those yeah. levels of healings and and. And understanding and, and transforming, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's so beautiful. It's a, it's a, it, the, the blossom of it is, is quite extraordinary. Mm -hmm. And it's something that gives me goosebumps kind of every, every time I wow. see it happening in women that, that you know, have, have fought with me in the first few sessions <laughs> of their work with me. And, I'm mm. kind of, you know, and, and then there's like this magic um light moment where they they say i get it now helen i get it i get why self-compassion this self-compassion is amazing you know and it's and and i think it's something that we think that we have but when you when you get to the core of it when we're actually not that great at it we are wired for it we are in our mammalian brain we're wired for compassion but we are we rarely give ourselves permission to just accept it for ourselves we give it out we 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 exhaust ourselves sometimes in giving it to everyone and yet the, the very core of our healing and the very core of our recovery and the very core of our, our our ability to accept ourselves unconditionally and without judgment is self-compassion i totally wholeheartedly agree you know to all the level, which is interesting because the work that you do as a psychotherapist for all the trauma, all sexual trauma and everything related to that, 
my husband, my third last and dream husband, Sasha, he has been doing that work every day with me for the last um, almost 10 years, nine years and a half. And having accompanied and walked through all the layers, all the triggers, letting go of the anger so that you can then figure out what is hurting so badly and then being able to put the words of the actual hurt which has often nothing to do with what you say when you're angry or upset but really to go to the core of the hurt and then embracing it accepting it understanding it and the depth of the self-compassion that you give yourself at that moment in time, that self-love, that embracing yourself, it's such a deep relief. Mm-hmm. And it really puts you at ease with yourself so that you do not have to measure up ideal different than you, other people that you are not. Mm-hmm. Because actually, I heard yesterday, Someone heard the voice of God in his head and I was reading the, the, the report and he said, I was petrified to give a speech after such a high level person in front of me. Mm-hmm. But when I came to the point of, okay, now it's my turn and I have to go and I'm so petrified because of uh, public speaking. And then I heard the voice of God that said, there is only one you And it's you, just be you. Don't try to be like the other. You are perfect. You are the best at being you. Just be you. And with that newfound peace and acceptance of not trying to measure up or not good enough means really does not measure up. This is what it actually means to the ideal that you would like to. Yeah, food like that. Just be you. And this is what you have women do, become you and embrace you, right? Yeah, yeah. To 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 completely em- embrace themselves for who they are and and to to give themselves the love and dignity and respect that has been missing. That often we see and I see that that women and occasionally I work with children, but it's it's slightly different. But with women, you know, seeking that from something else, someone else, something else, the shiny object, the next course, the next business course, all of those kind of things. I work a lot with business women and entrepreneurial women. And there's there's that seeking from the external, from all the outside, all the shiny stuff, all the all the, you know, all the at times sometimes toxic um, systems and processes. I'm not saying they're all like that, but there are some. And what I get women to do, which, what get sounds, what I guide them to do, get sounds like I'm really dragging them. Um, but what I guide women to do is to, is to look inward and, and to bring, you know, but the psychotherapy relationship is about bringing the unconscious to the conscious. So it, unconsciously it's there, you know, but it's it's been hidden by pain. It's been hidden by patterns. It's been hidden by, by habits and patterns and systems that, that have kept you alive that, and are designed to keep you alive in trauma. They're designed to keep you alive through the stress, but... 
actually what what I guide women to do is discover who they are despite of all of that because underneath all of that is a core self that is compassionate that's vibrant that's that's liberated that's calm and confident and compassionate and all the other words that my clients would use once they finish working with me and they're all they're all similar words that they use about themselves then so that it's her living a, a life that she wants to live and not surviving a life that has been defined by trauma this is why when we have chosen the title defining the woman you want to be and embodying her you you exactly this is interesting because i was that I, I was preparing to really focus on the title of this episode and you just said it so beautifully so beautifully you get to define the woman that you actually are yes but and when we say define it means something like recognize it's recognizing it's not creating no it's not like creating from the yes or say okay so now i am whatever no 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 because then you are again if you go in that in that extravaganza you just go with that frustration of not being enough because you try to be that other person that you are not doesn't work right it's it's defining it's embodying it's 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 bringing it's it's allowing to flourish the the woman that you are that hasn't been allowed to flourish because of trauma and and you get to you get to say you get to you get to let her out (laughs) you get to you get to be able to to say i want this woman living her life not not the not the vulnerable child young woman um that has has got to this point and thankfully so but you know got to this point but only because she's been surviving and and she's beautiful you know she's a beautiful woman yes and and i see it i mean the change that i see in women is is quite extraordinary and and they 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 sometimes are like should i feel like this <laughs> it's like um i think so uh, i think i think you can yeah um but um it's you know it, it it's really it, obviously it's a it's a battle because the survival part has has needed to be there absolutely and i thank you know, I think my survival parts for getting me to, to the point of saying enough and what do I do now? And um, and actually, you know, I kind of think about the survival parts also is still a part of me. She's very courageous. She's very um, empowered. She's 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 got, had a had a history that she's learned from, and and yeah, I got to I I you know I got to be able to to let her out and I and and let her flourish and say what she needed and gave, give her what she needed which was love dignity respect compassion and and that's what every woman who works with me does sometimes sometimes I, I want to say sometimes you know slightly resistant but it's not it's not resistance in that I don't want to do it it's the resistance of fear because it how is. do they know that they're how do they know that they can trust this 
this woman. Exactly. Um, and we we only know that by letting her take the reins <laughs> and showing how life can be. It's 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 very actually following your train of thought is very empowering as a woman. Mm-hmm. And I think that as a man too, objectively, because it's really coming back to your center, coming back to who you are, accepting, having compassion, recognizing, defining is like recognizing who you truly are. Mm -hmm. After you have gotten away all the trauma, the abuse, the CPTSD and all the other things. And you also, you also, you know, depending on, you know, obviously kind of where your trauma is, if it's, if it's childhood trauma, of course, what you also need to do is, is allow her out to play. Exactly. <laughs> um, I actually, I actually teach um, and train foster carers and social workers and, um, and adoptive parents in how to respond to the emotional and psychological needs of children who've been abused um, and I do that through playfulness, acceptance, curiosity and empathy. And that's exactly how I am with women in the therapeutic space. So I invite them to be playful as well. And I'm kind of not expecting that because I think there's also a bit of a fallacy that psychotherapists are a bit dull and boring at times. But um, we're, we're not. Um, you know, I'm actually incredibly playful with okay. my clients. In an appropriate way. Inappropriate way, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not kind of laughing at them. You know, we are playful together because we need that playfulness we need we need to feel that joy of playfulness this is how we grew up we learn by playing by playing games by playing role and by playing all kind of things by that that okay so what are the rules of that game okay so and and you get to define the rules okay so now now you hide now i seek <laughs> and six we, we, we find ways always so allow allow that part of you out to play as well. She's part of that woman, you know. Mm. She's part of the woman you can be, you know. Allow her out to play because, you know, she needs to. She mm-hmm. needs to relax. Mm-hmm. You know, she needs to know that she can play and have joy and 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 be silly, you know, and be right. and and just and you know, jump in the puddles. I invite people to jump in puddles. <laughs> jump in puddles even without boots on just jump in the puddles and and just celebrate joy and playfulness um it's i i love a, I, I love a good puddle that's, that's what my husband's like oh my god but you know get playful get playful with yourself too you know your trauma doesn't have to mean that you can't have fun with yourself you can and, and it's equally as important to let that part of you be a part of the woman that you are you are defining and you are allowing to flourish and, and the woman that you are embodying. I think that is an amazing way of um, finishing this episode. And I really want to say it is super easy to reach out to Helen. She response she's there she knows what it is about so i believe you're in the uk is that right i am in the uk at the moment 
Um, I am moving back. I have a house in France, so okay. I am moving back there. I, but I, I work internationally. I have clients all Wonderful. over the world. So everybody can join you through Zoom or through video conference or things like that. Absolutely. Okay. 99% of my work now is, is yes. online. It has been for several years. So it's All right. Like, so sorry. I'm going to give the audience the very simple way to reach out to you. Helen B. Ferguson. Okay, so let's uh, spell that. H-E-L-E-N, letter B, as in Bob. Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N.com. So you just go there. Exactly. So you just go there and you have everything regarding Helen. And of course, on the description, there is also a link if you just want to click. That's super easy. And I do that every single time for all of my beloved guest speakers. I'm so grateful for you to be here today. It's so grateful. It's been a pleasure. And I'm uh, yeah. I've loved Wonderful. it. I, think, I have to say, Gemma, I think it's probably the best podcast that I've been on. I appreciate so thank that. You. Thank, thank you. you. Absolutely. <laughs> so, all right. Been- <laughs> I appreciate you a lot. Thank you very much. And um, yeah, blessings. And to you too. And to you too. And, and I'll see you soon. Yes, you soon. <laughs> bye bye for now. <laughs>